Hi everyone, Dr. Maria Sampalas. Thank you for joining the live event today. I have Dr. Otu with us today. She uh, is a resident at the VA in uh, Northern Indiana Health Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana. She was the class of 2022 graduate from Ohio State. Um, and she, she looks to intersect optometry and public health as she begins to incorporate uh, Cherish Eyesight Vision in uh, 2020. And uh, she has a passion for eye care, and it really showed when uh, she earned her awards uh, from um, Prevent Blindness uh, Visionary Award, uh, International um, Public International Agency of Prevent Blindness Eye Health Hero Award, and um, recently 2022 American Optometric Student Association. Um, Student of the Year Award. So that's why I wanted to have her on. She's an up and rising star. And thank you, Dr. Otu, for coming on the podcast today. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, let's talk about your award. Tell us a little bit about that, how that came up. Yeah, so um, in school, I was, in 20, after 2020, I had begun doing all these, this work. And some friends of mine knew about it. I had also reached out to faculty to get some advice. So I had a friend in school who nominated me for this award. And then he recruited two faculty members as well as another friend to support that nomination. Um, I found out about this later and I did not think I was gonna win. So it was a pleasant surprise when I received that email that I had been the selected um, nominee. I very grateful for these friends, grateful for the faculty members who kind of kept me grounded in school and have helped me um, in different avenues of this, this path. And I was also very honored to receive that award and be on stage in Chicago, kind of giving the credit to my mentor, Dr. Charlotte Joslin, who sought all my interests and kind of helped me navigate the path to becoming an optometrist. So the Student of the Year Award is given to a person who has shown leadership skills while serving their profession, in the, to patients, to their community. And I am not sure what the election process entailed, but I'm sure a number of things kind of earned me that award. Um, so that's a little bit of the award and how it happened. I did not know about it. It was just a friend who nominated me and kind of like recruited people to support him. Excellent. Um, what, what, what did you do and why did it, how did you get started in all of this? Yeah, so um, I didn't do anything with intentions of getting an award. I was doing what I would do regardless. So as I was in school, um, I mentored three undergraduate um, students um, through the OSU Black Caucus Mentoring Program. I was an active member of NOSA. I remained an active member of the American Public Health Association. I was the leader in the OSU Christian um, Fellowship for Christian Optometry. <clears throat> And then I also volunteered with the Ohio Optometric Association Real Ice Program. I volunteered, I took part in activities as and when I could. And so I feel like all these things were part of it. But um, in 2020, I had applied for an award with Prevent Blindness, uh, which was the Rise and Visionary Award. So I won that award. And after everything, I wanted to implement what I had suggested. So out of that, desire to implement what I had suggested, I went on on my way to form a nonprofit organization called Cherish Eyesight and Vision. So basically, this is how I am trying to integrate public health and optometry at this point. Um, so I'm trying to address visual health literacy using this organization. I'm not sure where the organization will take, will, the path it will take, 
it's an evolving thing. But right now, I'm trying to address um, literacy, iLiteracy. So we are using a tactic called edutainment, which is education and entertainment kind of put together. And in doing this, I am using animators. So we, as in myself and a few of my classmates or any other optometrists, any person in eye care who is interested, we write real life implications of eye diseases. And then we give it to animators who animate it in ways that would engage the public. And once that is done, we disseminate them via different social media. So, you know, I'm very interested in public health, global health and all of that. And again, it's not clear in my mind how I'm going to integrate all of that. But Cherish Eyesight is how I am beginning to do that without physically being in a different country or like being in the field. I feel like literacy is a huge part that when people know more, hopefully they will make educated decisions and will act right when it comes to their vision and eye health. I'm sorry, I think this platform can give you a, a voice and for people that maybe to reach out to you if they wanna help you or get involved or connect you to the right people. That's one of the things with this podcast is getting up and rising stars you know, noticed and really with, connected with the right people. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that would be great. I was just going to answer your question as to why I did all this. So I am, again, passionate about, you know, public health, global health, eye care, and it is what excites me, right? So I also have formal education in both. So it makes perfect sense to be able to integrate these two. I always say that it was never a change of career, rather it was an addition. And public health is very essential to any medical profession. So I, it's not something that happened in the past. It is a degree and it is an experience that I have every intention of using it parallel to the OD degree. Um, so I hope to be able to intersect these two fields and address preventive eye care, contribute to global efforts in preventing, um, avoiding preventable blindness um, wherever it, it occurs. Um, so that's that. Excellent. You know, I, I, I did a podcast for optometry all over the world and uh, there's a lot of places that I, I did interviewed someone in Africa and 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 even um, other countries and um and they told me that because they don't have access some some kids um, just don't go to school because they can't get for glasses and it was an eye opener for me and so you're making a big contribution to optometry and all over the world for people in need and making a difference because there is a, a big need. What do you envision your future in optometry to look like? I know it, you're a resident, it's, it's hard to see, but what would you like it to be? I mean, obviously it's gonna change and people you meet paths are gonna, are gonna cross, so. Yeah, so, you know, historically, I feel like I've always had a plan and uh, it's not happened the way I planned it. And I am not mad about it because it's been a better plan than I planned it. Right. Um, so now in terms of like elevating optometry, I will continue to mentor people into the profession. You know, I will try and be the best optometrist that I can in providing care wherever I find myself. And I will continue with Church I Said and Vision and expand its reach, um, you know, trying to get people to collective effort because I cannot do this by myself. So talking to people and hoping that people will pitch in whether it's advice, whether it's resources, like, you know, being on a podcast and trying to tell people about what I am doing. Um, so hopefully that's a good answer for you. <laughs> it's a great answer. You know, it's, it's, it's inspiring for, 
you know, I was in optometry school so overwhelmed with the like just go, getting through board school. Right now, you're doing a residency. You did this through school too, and now like you're passionate about it. And 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 I think you will make a change. You, I mean, young ODs are the future of optometry. You are the future of optometry. You've been recognized. People notice that it's it's you're doing a, a service to optometry too to um, you know help our profession. I think get notoriety, but also like you're helping people in need that need it. So. I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If somebody wants to email you and get more information, can you provide your email? Yeah. So I contact me with my Gmail account, which is Mary, M-A-R-Y, A for middle initial, O-T-O for last name at gmail.com. That would be um, a place to reach out to me. You can also use my student account, which I'm still using. That's O-T-O-O dot five at osu.edu. And I would ask for people to check out the nonprofit Cherish Eyesight and Vision. You can Google it. You can find it on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and a website as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll post it on the, on, the, on the comments too so people can join and follow and see if they can get involved. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me.